0: Welcome to The Extra Podcast, a production of Northview Community Church in Abbotsford, British Columbia. Your hosts, Jeff, Ezra, and Thalia will be discussing the Bible, relevant issues, and current events each week. At Northview, we love to study God's Word and discuss how it applies to our lives, but we try not to take ourselves too seriously. So feel free to laugh with us and at us as we try to challenge and encourage you in your faith. Welcome to The Extra Podcast. This is Jeff Bucknam. Coming to you live from the bowels of the ship here at Northview Community Church. I'm r- I am surrounded right now by a bunch of young people. And by young, I mean I don't know what are the age groups here. I basically have uh, I have Jessica Taves. Jessica, you say hello? Hello. Good. Jessica Taves, Connor Belcher. Hello. Eric Quatsch, right? Yeah, that's Eric right. Eric Quatsch. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. The Ethan Bucknum. How's it going? Yeah, it's going good, Ethan. Thanks, appreciate that. It's good to see you got out of bed today. Um, Ethan is my son, of course, and uh, this is th- this this podcast is b- basically about the summer. Um, what it's about nepotism and the summer workers program, or what are we doing? What are you guys doing here at Northview? Jeff, we do day camp. Day camp. It, <laughs> it's I, a big thing. I, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, it, we wanted to talk to you a little bit about the day camp, and we also wanted to, I wanted to ask you some questions about uh, what it's like being a young adult living in Abbotsford in 2019, and also about the culture at large. Uh, we actually have uh, a guest producer today, uh, Daniel Markin, who is on their voice. Yeah has been, to here, the podcast. has been here before, was fired without notice. Yeah. And now he's back kind of in a George Costanza way. Do you guys understand what I what that means when I say George Costanza? Steinfeld, right? Yeah, not Steinfeld, don't, don't Seinfeld. Seinfeld, Seinfeld
1: <laughs> the one that was before Friends. Yeah,
0: that's anyway. So thank you very much for being here, Daniel, and now don't add any of your opinions. Anyway, listen, <laughs> I want to ask uh, a few questions. People don't know don't know you guys, so I will start with Jessica. Ladies first.
2: (laughs) On the Uh, hot spot.
0: Jessica Taves, the reason we say this is a nepotism episode is because you are related to one of our pastors. Is that right?
2: It is right. Which Which one of the pastors are you? Crystal Taves.
0: Crystal Taves, the pastor, was a pastor to women, now is the discipleship pastor, right? Yes, she is. Okay. So Jess, how old are you and what are you doing with your life?
2: I am 20 years old and I'm working at the church for the summer, obviously doing day camps, Uh, During the year, I'm a student at UFV. I'm doing my bachelor's in social work. So I'm just entering into my third year. Got two more to go. So in the grind.
0: And what do you want to do once you finish with your bachelor's of social work?
2: Um, I really have no idea. I know I love working with women and I love working with children. So um, right now I work at a a recovery home for women. Um, Most of them are between like 20 and 60 years old. And I love doing that. I also could see myself working with youth or young adult women. And kids are fun. So yeah. something in there. Yeah. So
0: you are—you have uh, a father, Bob. Yes. Yes. He's a he, real estate agent in town. Mm-hmm. Bob Taves. Shout out.
2: <laughs>
0: right? You, yeah. you need to sell a house. He'd be a good guy. Um, and then you have two brothers.
2: I do, and yes. And what are their names? So I have an older brother, Clayton, who's married to Taylor. They just had their two-year wedding anniversary this last weekend. And then I have my little brother, Trev, who is just coming home from Sweden as we speak. Wow, that's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Ethan, yeah. you're a friend of Trevor's, yes? Kind of. Uh, you are a friend of Trevor's. <laughs> no, that's yeah. My so you are uh, Jess Jess's little brother's friend which yes, is Yes that is his funny. title in that's my right. phone. <laughs> little brother's friend. Yeah. Well it's great to have you here. Thank, Thank you. you. You are you are serving in what capacity this summer here at the church?
2: So this summer I'm the assistant director of Day Camp and my role is primarily recruitment of volunteers. And just getting the word out of, yeah, who we need. Do you and need
0: volunteers? We
2: do. We do need... What kind of
0: volunteers are you looking for? Paint uh, me a picture of the best volunteer that you could have.
2: Best volunteer. Um, I think we need a lot of preschool volunteers right now. So the volunteers would be leading a group of like five preschool kids during uh, the day. And preschool is only half day from 9 a.m. till 12 p.m. But we also need a lot of grade school volunteers. So they'd also be small group leaders. Um, during the morning, we just do rotations at the church. And then afternoon activities, we go off campus and we hang out at the church. Sell this days, to so. me,
0: Jess. Sell it to me. What, 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 what do I get out of doing this?
2: You get an awesome three weeks of loving Jesus and being in community, especially for youth. So many of our volunteers are kids that attend youth and are involved in the church. And we would love to grow that community. Do
0: they have a good time?
2: Oh, Yeah. Such a good time. Ethan was a volunteer for so many years, so you can attest to Absolutely that. Absolutely
0: loved it. Every so, minute. Okay, I'm not to you yet, <laughs> Ethan. Just stop. For goodness sake. Connor. <laughs> Sorry. Because I'm um, kid. I'm just
3: <laughs> <laughs> Well, and we also find like so many people, this is their first time or like first step into volunteering or like serving in the church. And it's just a great, great way to figure out what you're good at mm-hmm. and just to yeah. connect with people at yeah. the church.
0: Right. So Connor, you've been involved in uh, the day camps for quite a while. And uh, you, you work full-time here at Northview.
3: Yes, so I got like two roles this summer. Um, I'm the director of grade school ministries during the year, so I do all the grade school stuff during the weekend and whatnot, but during the summer, I also direct day, t- day camp, so um, I'm in charge of the whole ship. And, and your father is an elder in our church. Yes, he's been an elder for a
0: long time. A little time. bit of nepotism there as yes. well. <laughs> but not good, as much as Ethan. Good times. So it's like a, I'm no, like no, a little no. bit lower. Nah. No. <laughs> yeah, the true. I I fully agree. So, uh
3: you need is are you looking for how many volunteers are you looking for this summer? We we have a philosophy of more the merrier. Um like the more people that we have, the easier it is for um our other volunteers, but it also just it just helps the kids get to know Um, each other and like older people within the church. So it just helps like with more uh, relationship building. It helps us run more smoothly. Um, And then you just, if you're with a lot more people your age that like the same stuff as as you do, it's just a lot easier to serve alongside each other. How would, I, how would I sign up if I wanted to be a volunteer? You should go to northview.org slash day and there is a big button that says fill out this form if you want to volunteer. Or okay.
2: on the Instagram, Northview Community Church Instagram, there's a link in the bio that you can For post. those of
3: you
0: who don't use the internet but yes. only think social media is, is the, the thing. Is the internet, yes. Okay. This is good. So either Instagram or I can go on the website, and I can, I can sign up there. If I fill out this form, are you going to be in touch with me? Yes, Jessica will be. Because it's her job. Yes. Okay,
2: it is my job, and you can also email How me. How long,
0: Jessica, will it be between the time that I fill that form out and the time that you're in touch with me?
2: So it depends if it's a Thursday afternoon or a Monday morning. I won't usually reply over weekends, but I will try in the next day to get back to you, at least with it, yeah, with more information.
0: Jessica, Jesus worked on the weekends. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric. How do you? Eric Quach, you're the only person in this room right now whose parents don't work or are elders of this church, yes? That is very true. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you for, for making up the numbers.
4: Yeah. I think this uh, kind of evens it out, right? Yeah. Eric, where are you from? I'm from Abbotsford, born born here at a old MSA hospital Oh yeah. before I got torn down. Okay. And yeah. you what you went to uh, I went high to, school at? Oh, Abbotsford traditional secondary oh, yeah. school. Yeah. So, so you had
0: to wear a uniform all the time.
4: Yeah, good old uniform.
0: Good polos, yeah, khakis. I see, good. So you, I see you're still wearing that. That's great. Oh, yeah. You know <laughs> it. Even after the fact. And you've been, at, you've been working at the church, though. I've seen your face around a little
4: bit. Yeah. You've been working since when? So I was a summer worker two years ago. And then... Did you enjoy just, it? I enjoyed it a lot. It was very, very nice. What was the nice about it? Um, Just working together with an amazing team that, you know, wants to pour into volunteers and kids and work alongside people that just really want to share about Jesus, well, along with just all these people. So it's just really cool. And yeah, just Great. felt really filled from that. So you came back then the following year? I
0: did not. You did not. You skipped and then you came I skipped this year. A year. And yeah, now yeah. you've been around for a little while. And what's
4: your title? And so during the year, I got hired last August as uh, the grade school assistant. So I just kind of do whatever Connor wants me to do. Oh. Kind of... Yeah, work on curriculum or stuff like that. Get supplies together and all that. And then yeah, now I picked up more hours, so I'll be helping out at day camp this year as well during oh, the summer.
0: Fun- that's fantastic. So you're gonna be around what what's your job at day camp?
4: Um I'll be helping out your son here for uh So you're actually activities. working for him? Uh no not not for him. <laughs> okay. More like a uh, co a co worker. Co worker yeah. It's it's good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's good. It's good. <laughs> Well, welcome. It was so great to have you, man. Yeah. Uh, finally, last but certainly not least, my son. Have you cleaned your room yet? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. Ethan, tell
1: people a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Ethan Bucknum. Uh, I'm son of Jeff Bucknum. I. Uh, That's good been That's living thing here... you lead with. Well, I don't know what else <laughs> to say, man. I've been living here since uh, I was a little boy. Graduated from MEI last year, uh, went to Trinity Western this past year, uh, absolutely loved it. Now I'm working here at uh, Northview, all because of nepotism. That's right. Uh, Yeah, I'm loving it. You kind of get sick
0: of people saying that to you, though, right? The all-because-of-nepotism thing? I (laughs) bet all of you guys do get sick of that, because it's—actually, they've all served very much in the children's ministry over the years. All of you guys, at some level or another, have been actively involved in the children's ministry for— Quite a while. What's your role,
1: Ethan? What are you doing? I am the a- activities director. Not kind of. So I basically am in charge of all the activities, what we're doing. So what are you doing? What, what kind of activities are you doing? We're going to play some games. I basically just, uh, I organized the games that we're going to play on Monday what and games? Tuesday night. You want to come play? Poker? It's a, su- it's poker a surprise, man. <laughs> it's a surprise. <laughs> what games? Like uh, capture the flag, we're doing a massive, massive, massive scavenger hunt on Fridays. Oh my goodness! At Aldergrove Park, that's going to be sweet. That sounds fantastic. So,
0: are you? uh, You guys need to have people in in the. Is there still room if I wanted to sign my kids up for day camp? What kinds of ages would I be doing that? And would there be room
3: for me even now? Uh, There's very, very limited room, but um, you could maybe get in.
0: Yeah, so, no, but that if, if somebody is hearing about it just now, our day camps fill up really quickly. And uh, if they wanted to have, you know, if they have kids from ages, what
3: to what? Um, we got a preschool camp. So if your child is going into kindergarten in September or is going to be four years old in September or yeah. is four years old, then we have a few spots remaining in our preschool camp. It's the last three weeks of July that we have camp going. Um, and then grade school, I think we are pretty much at, we're getting close to capacity. So, I so think, if you
0: want to get your kid in, yeah, you, like,
3: you need to act now. Yes. Like right, right now, get the credit card and, and all the info. Well, you need to go online to same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, northy.org slash day It's got all the info and whatnot. Right. That you would and need to and register. instead
0: of hitting the, the volunteer button, you want to hit the register button. Yes.
2: Also, if you really want your kid in day camp, you can sign up to volunteer Ooh. and then bring your kid alongside, especially in preschool. We love mom and dad volunteers in preschool. So. That's great. Sign
0: up. <laughs> so special treatment is given to people who volunteer. For sure. Top of the it. list. I love it. Well, that's fantastic. Um, well, thanks a lot for serving here this summer. I'm sure things will go really well. The first week of day camp happens right after Canada Day, yes? Or during Canada Day? No, on July 8th. July, week after Canada Day. Yeah, we want a long weekend. Yes, excellent. To you. In the past, you really
3: haven't had one. You guys started it a week before yeah, Canada well, and we, we used to, and then we realized that, like, half the kids are gone that day because yeah. everyone else wants a long weekend, so yeah. we decided to switch it up.
0: Good. So three weeks this summer, if you come around the church, you'll see all sorts of mayhem and apparently scavenger hunting, and, Ethan, any water games will be happening at all?
1: Mm-hmm. we have a mass slip and, sl- slip and slide, and we're going to... Are you going down, do you down do the slip and playtables? slide? Sure, of course. Are you? Of course. We'll make them. Oh, you're not
0: gonna have to make him. I've seen the. I've seen him. Slip
1: and slide comes out. That's he's, my he's stuff. ready to, he's ready I love to go. those. He's ready to go. I'll be the first one. I'll head first. Really? <laughs> Eyes closed. Can't lose.
3: Really?
0: How? That's f- right. Yeah. You guys should do like a speed thing going down the slip and slide. That's a quick way to hurt people. You shouldn't yeah, do that. No. So I have a question. My question for you guys has to do with. Uh, you are all various ages. Ethan, you are eighteen. Eighteen. Eric. 19. 19. Connor?
3: I am 23.
0: 23. Jess? 20. 20. Daniel, how old are you now? 30? 25. 25, 25 years old. So you are what we call lovingly millennials.
2: Indeed. No, right? I, I don't think...
0: Why don't you speak... Daniel, if you're going to speak, you got to go right up into the microphone, Yeah, buddy.
1: I think uh, your friend Gene you would disagree. I think millennial is... It cuts off at 94, and then 95 is the... So
0: 94 Gen meaning, Z. meaning the you were born... 1994. 1994. So you got, but you guys are, are the, the next young generation. generation. I have a question for you. Uh, there, there is an enormous amount of uh, falling away from the faith among people your age. So why? What would, you, what would you say? You can jump in. What would you say the reasons are, from your point of view, why it is that so many people your age don't continue in the faith?
2: I think, from my point of view, with friends from high school and just people that I've seen and, yeah, I've just noticed that they've been walking away, is their lack of involvement and prioritizing of church and young adults and community in that. Andy Steiger is a huge advocate for our need for community, and it is totally—it just seems like—I see those who don't prioritize Sunday church, and they would rather study or sleep in after a long weekend. It just—it seems— I obviously don't want to um, diagnose or whatever, say that someone will fall away, but it is so quickly how, as soon as that slips, I see so many people, yeah, slowly coming less and less after that.
1: Anything else? Yeah, I think when people leave their high school bubble, they start to realize that life is so much more than just going to school and coming home. So then they start to do, they start to hang out with their friends and then their friends start to go to the parties and they start to do all this stuff that they think is super super fun and then they don't on the weekend they prioritize having fun and going out with their friends rather than going to church and so then they yeah. their community just like Jess was saying their community is the people that go to the club yeah. and people that you know that aren't in the church and that don't have the same mindset and morals as they do. There's this
0: guy years ago who wrote, he was a sociologist, and his name was Peter Berger, and he wrote about what he called plausibility structures, meaning that the reason that you believe a particular thing is not usually because you've tested its merit and come to a good conclusion about whether or not it's true or false. Usually the reason you believe what you believe is because your friends believe it. And what he called that, that what, what do you call it when... Uh, you believe something because your friends believe it, he would say that uh, you believe it because it's plausible to, that there's a structure for the plausibility of it. Mm -hmm. And that's been built up by the opinions of all the people around you and stuff. And so this is why church is such an important and valuable part of following Jesus, is that it helps to build a plausibility structure Mm -hmm. for the truths of the Christian faith. Or why when you start spending all your time away from other Christian people and the people you really want to get along with are people who are not part of the church, it ends up killing that plausibility structure. So a lot of times the reason people fall away or they continue to follow is because it depends on the strength of their plausibility structure or which plausibility structure they're building.
2: Yeah, I think I would add to that. Um, It's been interesting reading through the volunteer applications of a lot of the high school kids. And often when they say, one of the questions is when you become a Christian. And um, often a lot of the kids um, know when they made their faith their own. That's kind of a common um, time period. And I think that's so often the case that of high school students living under their parents' roof, if they've never um, been taught how to read the Bible, how to make their faith their own, and what a relationship with the Lord looks like, then They leave and they get into busy seasons and they don't prioritize being in the word and actually getting to know God as their God and their father and what a relationship with him looks like. And then, yeah, with our world that it's at right now and how quickly we're swinging all over the place and there's no consistency, I'm not surprised how many people are falling away because there's no depth in who God is. So why would you follow him if you don't know?
0: Right, and a lot of that, a lot of the the depth and that kind of thing is going to come from what you what you learn. Mm-hmm. And you learned it at, you ultimately at church, Connor. What do you not? I'm going to ask all of you guys this question. So, uh, I I want to know what it is that you like about church and what it is that you don't like about church. Which one do you want to do first? Ooh, um, let's do what I like about church. Okay, what you like? So tell tell me not just about church. I mean, I mean, yes, generally about church, but I want to know what. What helps you engage as a young adult in the in the church and what helps to keep you coming to the church and that that kind of thing how can how can we as a church help you and help your friends continue to follow Jesus
3: or to start following Jesus what, what would a church that does that look like? for me I just, like just I just finished um, a Bachelor's of communication at SFU and I think one of the biggest perceptions, that christianity or the church has in like a secular university is that christianity has nothing to offer for the world um that they don't really have answers to like our questions that we're asking and so for me what the church has what i've really loved about the church as of late is that they're now starting to answer those questions In a in a way that actually makes sense. Like what? What kind of questions are you talking about? I'm I'm talking about really big questions. Like what's the meaning of life, or what is the purpose of my body or my sexuality, or what is um like in a day to day like how am I supposed to live my life? Um, I think Christianity has a lot to say and a lot to offer in that respect. And I feel that is why I really like the church and and my faith is because I know that I can put my faith. In something that actually works and makes sense of the world, would you
0: say that the churches that you've attended have? I mean, you've largely attended Northview. I've so only attended. Ha- North, I'm, yeah, I'm happy yeah. for you to say that this is not the case, but like that, they engage with those questions.
3: Yeah. So that, like, as much that, so I think for me when I say that, that's also the one thing I think churches, a lot of churches, do poorly, um, is that church becomes very routine and they don't want to engage with like really. Difficult, sometimes difficult questions and maybe give answers that's not attuned to culture or what the mainstream says, and so I feel like as soon as they do that, they essentially lose young adults and um, like friends friends that I know that because they're just not willing to like answer those questions and really give any sort of substance to them. And so when like when people go to a secular university, they're going to find the answers that they're yep. looking for. Eric, what what keeps you going to
0: church? Like, or what would help you? Like maybe right now you're ready to not attend church anymore. Right now, but uh, what would keep? No, seriously, what would keep? What would keep you coming? Or what? What uh, in your mind? What are the marks of a really a really good church? Um,
4: I would say good leadership or great leadership. You got it here, you know? buddy. Yeah, you, and we got it here. You know what I mean, you know, and just like having a, a firm vision, and you know, like Northview, we uh, we like be revitalized or like revision, like what what we want to do, and that's to like make disciples right and do all of that and so it's really really affirming to see that and see that um that across like all departments or like all ministries that we do here at this church that we have this common goal here and like in Kidsmen we want to make disciples that's what we're doing because that's what um that's our vision for this church and that's what we're doing everywhere else right and so that's really affirming to know that so a clearly and, you know. stated
0: vision like and one that is carries through the entire church that exactly. we know what we're trying to
4: do we know What we're after, and we're able
0: to judge things that way
4: exactly, and just like, and like Northview, it's such a big church, right? We have so many staff members for each of these things, but we're all unified, and we know what we're trying to do here, and what, yeah, yeah, good, Ethan, what do you got? What what was the question? What keeps me? Yeah,
0: this is not good. No, no, no. no, no. (laughs) I
1: want to know what answer, what question I'm answering. Well, what, 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 what is it that you
0: would like? What, what do you like about the church? I'm going to come around on the second round here and ask you, what would you like to see mm. changed? You got a lot of those, mm. I know. But, but what, 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 you, what, current, like what keeps you going to church? What kinds of things are about our church or about a church that you would keep going to? What, what, what
1: are those things? Um, for me, I'm a very, very social person, and I love people. So if my community and my friends are doing something, that's gonna make me want to do it more. So the fact that Northview has such great community and that that's pushed among the young adults, that's what Jessica was saying. And Andy is a he loves community. And so the fact that my community he also loves comes his here. Anyway, <laughs> keep going. The fact that my community, my friends, the people that I associate myself with. They all attend Northview. Makes me want to come more.
0: So when you say that, when you say community, you mean what you mean is the 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 desire to gather and not just gather and look at the back of each other's heads, but spend time with one mm. another. Like we have a lot of food around here. Oh yeah. And there's that's on purpose. We want to fatten people up for the day of slaughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that, we also want to uh, we also want to help them. Food has always been a you know people talk over food you feel totally. much more comfortable if you've got a muffin in your hand or whatever as you 're talking to somebody else, and so it tends to grease the wheels of community community life well but
1: I'll, I'll walk i'll walk into the church and i'll say hi to as many people as possible because everyone's so super friendly and they just like to hang like have a conversation and I, I've been working over at East Abbey and after every service there's a like a it's just so cool for me to see the hundreds of people that just stand in the courtyard of the of the a c s school, and they're all just having, hanging out having a coffee with a with a muffin or whatever they're baking that day, just conversing about really whatever mm. and it's just cool to see that like these are this is the Christian base right this is like these are the people these are fellow believers because the the world isn't all full of believers, and it's just cool to make to just realize that there's actually a lot of us, and we yeah. like mm-hmm. you know we're powerful together yeah Jessica.
2: Um, I'm thinking, so why I want to continue in the church and in fellowship with my, with other believers, um, I well, think... what can
0: the church do to, oh, ta- to help you yeah. to continue to do that? Or what kinds yeah. of marks of a church that w- that does that well? I would think,
2: be? um, yeah, I think something that is so big for me, and I'm sure with a lot of people, is to be in a community with people or to be in a church that takes the word seriously um and takes the like takes the bible for what it says is such a huge value for me and so i know in attending young adults or in attending church or even community groups i know that um with disputes over whatever like i i think it's just so much with like our culture of how much things change so much but if we can all agree on the fact that what god has said is good and it's holy spirit inspired and we know the Bible is true, then being in a community or being in a church that that is such a high value in all different ministries, in youth and young adults and in just um, the weekly services, I think that has been so encouraging for me. And um,
0: Do you think that that's, a, that's a, a draw for people or is that more of a turn, when I say people, people your age, or is that more of a turnoff for some? I mean, I'm just knowing culturally there mm-hmm. are those who would be like, no man, we want, we we don't want you to be, uh, we don't want you to be dogmatic or clear about a particular thing. We just want you to be open to everybody's viewpoint. But what you sounds like what you're saying is no. Actually, I mm-hmm. wanna I wanna know what's clear. Is that just you, or is that?
2: Um, is I it... think like well, I think that's like natural responses. Like you see that in the Bible with Jesus' preaching, and as well as Paul's, is the different responses of the people and how so many will reject it. But I think in the and especially with um those who I've talked about. Um, with faith, like those who I work with, I'm also a lifeguard at the city of Abbotsford pools and, um, Which just, one? uh, both of them, MRC, ARC. Oh, and in the inside ones. Yes. Do the you inside. do the outside ones? No, one? I don't. Oh. No, I don't do those ones. It's too bad. I work here in the summer. So, <laughs> um, but I think like.
0: So on the slip and slide, if I'm drowning, you come and help? <laughs> if
2: you're drowning on the slip and Eat slide, him, I don't know if there's safe, much buddy. else. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, I forget where oh, I'm sorry, no, that's Sli a okay. slight joke. Through um, I think I think taking the word, oh, and having this, I'm um, sure, foundation of what it is, is super attractive to so many people. Um, because things change so fast, being able to have a foundation, and I think those who I've chatted with and who've invited to Northview love the preaching and they love the fact that. We are sure of what we believe, and we're not willing to be swayed just because the culture is pressuring those to do so. So even friends who aren't believers um, have affirmed me in my like how I won't I won't sway like it's it is it's written, and this is what I believe, and I see that as a good quality, even though, yeah, even though it might be more attractive to be the one preaching to be more um loose. with Yeah, you your get nicer meetings. emails if you yeah, loose. But, but I think for those in the audience and yeah, in the church, it's way better and people like it more, yeah. I think.
0: Well, I hope so. Yeah. Okay, so what do you want to see cha- changed? Connor, we'll come back to you. What do you want to see changed? Remember that you work here, Connor, and uh, your boss is
3: in the room. Go ahead. Like what do you want to see changed at <laughs> just Northview? Or just yeah, in?
0: No, totally. I would like you to, to hear from you that if you could change anything about Northview, I'm going to give you like what is Aladdin's out right now? Right? Okay. You're gonna rub the lamp, mm-hmm. and out comes out comes uh, well, Daniel, and he's gonna grant you <laughs> these wishes three, but More in wishes. this case only one.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and you get to change anything you want to change about Northview Community Church. That and and I'll I'll give you an out here. You can do it about the church in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you can do it about Northview. And I'm, I'm happy to hear, I'm happy to hear it and hold you accountable for everything you
3: say. Go ahead. Hmm. So no pressure, right? Um, man, from my perspective, I would like, I think one thing that Northview has done so well is that we have become very committed to the Bible. And I, and I love that. I think the one thing that where we need to, like, if I was going to say the church needs to improve upon is that I would love to see this church serve each other more. Mm. So Um, what do you mean by that? Um, that is just serving, whether that is in grade school, um, whether that is at day camp, whether that is just being an usher, whether that's just helping in the kitchen. I mean, I, I think I've seen so many, like even I've only done this for a year and I have seen so many people just become alive when they start serving, um, each other. And I feel that is one thing I wish that everyone knew I could change that everyone would just have a desire to serve one another, to, um, where you're actually yeah. helping yourself out to be, I mean, I I, it's not it's not uncommon
0: for me to hear somebody say, well, Northview's so big, it's hard for me to get connected. Mm. And the first response that many people have is, well, you should get into a community group, which of course, that makes a lot of sense. Totally. I often tell them that the first thing you should do is find a place to serve in the church, that be, by serving, you end up forming part of a community, being part of a community, and you get involved in the life of the church and the heartbeat of it. And you yeah. will fall in love with the church, the people involved in it. I don't know how many spouses have been matched up through service in this I was. church. Yeah, Connor was matched. up. Yeah. yeah, lots and lots of them. You know, some of you guys are waiting. You know, yeah. right, Eric? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, like, Daniel, kind of, but right, Daniel? Yes. Yeah, kind of. Not really. <laughs> anyway, my point is though that you like it. It really is a, the way to get connected into into a church
3: this size. Yeah, and I, I mean for. To add on that, I would just say, like, if you're going to serve in the church, I would just go, like, go 110%. Um, I find people, there There are so many, like, just different people I know that have just committed to, like, serving in one ministry, like, every week, and they, you can just really see them flourish and grow and just get to know people on a really consistent basis, and it makes this church seem a lot smaller than um, it actually is. Yeah.
0: Eric, what do you got? You can change anything. Oh, man. R- rub that
4: lamp and Daniel comes out. All right. Um, you nate never had a friend like him. All right, so something I'd change—that's a tough one. But one that pops into my head, and usually I see this when I go to young adults. But um, we can get very clicky, mm. right? And so then, for new people coming in, right? It's like it's very hard to try and get plugged in and feel like welcomed, you know? And like, and that's what we want to do, right? That's how we want to welcome these people and make them want to come back. We want to make them feel included. But I'm like, and I'm guilty of it too. Like when you go and you just want, you see your friends and then you just stick with them. Well, and that's
0: a challenge, right? If if you're really focused on community, you end up forming deep bonds and good relationships with certain people and you're really excited to see them, especially in young adults, right? It happens every other week, right? So you come on a Friday and you show up and you're excited to see these people and then you see these people. And if you're new, sometimes it's hard to break into those things. So people need to have kind of a mental awareness saying, actually, I'm here on the one hand to see my friends
4: but on the other hand, to serve by being hospitable to all those who I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So, and like my friend, he came this past week actually to NYA for the first time. And it was very, I was very impressed actually because lots of people just welcomed him and they had like very intentional conversations. So that's really cool to see. And so hopefully we can that's see that good. more. Good. So. Ethan, what do you want to change? Pastor. Um,
1: I was talking about how <laughs> I'm a pastor. You want to change the past? If I could you know? change one thing, I would uh, remove Jeff. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of awful. That might have some
0: ramifications on you personally. Just so you know, like, you, like you live in our house. Where would we go? I don't. Somewhere far away, son.
1: <laughs> somewhere enough, far warmer. Enough. Far. That's far away. Enough. No I'm kidding. I'm just, <laughs> it's sounding better every moment. I'm just playing. What um, would you? What would you change? I want to see church not be a place that people come to for an hour and then leave immediately I want to see people like I was talking about how much I love the community right and I would love to see people make more time out of their day or out of the Sunday or maybe even come I don't know if there's another way that I don't know that would be kind of weird to make work but I want to be around more I want people to come to the church for for community right so they come to Northview on a on a Sunday morning, and yeah. they stay after the service, yeah. and they like you know they'll hang out with their friends, or they can have a coffee. or Which, by just the way, is a really
0: like we we are increasingly having that kind of mm-hmm. opportunity here, right? Because we've done some food services and stuff during the year, and if you're in East Abbey, you can go between the services up in Mission. They do some stuff there too, and so we have at each one of our campuses we have stuff, and we do brunch here on mm-hmm. the Sunday mornings or Saturday night. We have a meal beforehand, so there's lots of opportunity for you to stick around and Mm -hmm. get to know people. One of the challenges of a church our size is we get a lot of people who come and go quickly, right? Mm -hmm. And we'd like to... Our goal is to get in people's way right now. We're trying to put community spaces in people's way so that they have to walk by a little bit of food or a little bit of friendliness on their way out so that they get stuck and have to stick around for a little while because it is a real Mm -hmm. great great experience.
1: Yeah, I know. I I just... To me, community is so important. And just I feel like... Some other people that they could, they would have testified this, that the community and people are so important yeah. to spiritual growth and just growth in general in your life and healthiness and stuff. So I feel like if you can find friends and people that have conversations with that also want to talk about God and not yeah. just want to talk about work, right? Or whatever's going on that week in the NBA finals or the yeah. NHL, right? Like it's so important to just have friends that also love Jesus, yeah. you know? I also think we need smoke machines in uh, worship. Atta boy, there it is. <laughs>
2: Some lasers.
0: That was the mm-hmm. thing. He's not
1: kidding, by the way. I'm He's serious. He's
0: right into it. A little bit of red haze, little a little purple haze, little, right, little right there. song Young and I Free. I love it. Let's let's do it. Let's wow, absolutely what, do it. What are we waiting for? Hey, the the fire extinguishers actually, the fire <laughs> things fair go enough, off whenever enough. we do anything like that. Um, you're a smart kid. Not I th- really. No, honestly, out of all these people, I think you're the smartest. kid. It's
1: my, guy. I'm, it's
0: I'm my guy. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jess.
2: All right, I have two things. Why are you so
0: quick to make this? It sounds like you've been I've itching, been, ready to go. Well, I've been
2: <laughs> listening to all these other answers, and I'm excited. I have two things that I would like to get changed. Daniel,
0: two two wishes here,
2: um, but they mesh into one. So it, <laughs> it's just a little. It's kind like of like two streams <laughs> coming Help into a judge river. Okay, so I um recently I've been reading through the book of Acts with the leadership team for day camp. We have a group of like 20 lead team members. Um and so as we're reading through the book of Acts, I like time and time again, I'm just blown away for the urgency of the gospel and evangelism and the boldness of the apostles. And it's just it has moved me in such a like a cool way and this has also been a huge passion of mine um just asking the Lord for uh, guidance and wisdom for conversations outside of this church and how to spread the gospel clearer and better and so i think um so i think just like i would love to see like i don't know if like a revival is the right word and it might be it's a bit word. too charismatic <laughs> no, but not too for charismatic us, but all um, the right
0: stuff love it
2: just to see like people's eyes opening up that heaven and hell is real mm. and um the gospel message is the way the truth and the life and um, that there's no other way to heaven except through Jesus, and see actually to see that and to sit in it and to um, allow that to just move them into a way that they will get outside their comfort zones and stop caring what people think of them. So that's like my like heart and my passion for this church, and I would so love to see what
0: one of just on that along that line, and then you can give your second wish okay. here. But the yeah. the. We, next year, are uh, just in the process right now of thinking through some of the ways that we're going to uh, try to do an alpha sort of program thing. We're going to do it kind of as a whole church. So it's not just going to be a program that we run on the side. We're going to try to run it through our community groups and some focus around that thing, mostly because of the very thing that you just said. Our our heart is to see lost people found. Mm -hmm. And for people who've been wandering away from the faith to return to the fold, and people who are currently walking with Jesus to get a heart for their lost friends and neighbors. Mm-hmm. So we are, uh, yeah, going to be praying about that. And we're going to be planning some stuff you'll hear around the church in the fall, especially you'll hear lots of stuff about how next year we're going to try to focus on some of that and even through some programming around it, which will be really, really cool. Really great. Anyway, yeah. your second wish.
2: Um, second wish is especially because of my schooling and, um, uh, my job during the school year is I have, um, it's so evident the marginalized in Abbotsford, and those people who do not know Jesus and do not want anything to do with Jesus, and um, do not like the church or have been hurt really badly by the church. So that's it. Could be people in low-income housing or high-income housing, and or just people from all over and um, in our streets, like in Abbotsford, in our schools. And I would love, like, we do like an after-school program called Village Kids with. Mm-hmm godson elementary students and that is so amazing that i'm like if we could do that 5 days a week with five different elementary schools like we have the resources and i feel like we have a lot of staff so it's like i would love to see that like pushed and way more just inclusive people and meeting people where they're at not necessarily expecting mm. people to come to our ministries but going out and providing those resources and yeah reaching everyone cuz yeah
0: that's good. I have all sorts of things. There's all sorts of really cool things, uh, church planting wise, happening in the next hopefully year or so. some yeah. partnerships and some other things that are on the horizon, Lord willing, that will get us more and more involved in that that particular segment, or especially our city mm. and stuff like that. And Daniel, can you handle all those wishes? You made you made them. You made them come through. He's. Why are you saying two? You got two minutes. Got two minutes. Well, my two. Okay. So, in these last two minutes, I'm going to ask you perhaps the most important question that there is to be asked. Are you ready?
4: Yeah.
0: Are the Raptors really Canada's team? Oh, go.
3: Who's first? Me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, no, are, no, no. No. No, they're, they're not. not. No, Toronto's they're not. overrated. Well,
0: there you it is. It Eric, what do you got? Eric, are you a Raptors fan? I am a Raptors fan. Why? How long have you been a Raptors fan? A couple of weeks now? Uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no.
4: How's it been? For him. Four years, for
0: four years? Yeah, rubbish, rubbish, absolute trash. That you just said that? No way, <laughs> no sad. way. You don't even know them. You had never knew them. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a Raptors fan now, and nobody even knows that Vince Carter played for the team. For goodness sake, it's ridiculous. Somebody the other day was like looking at the shirt that Drake was wearing. They're like Curry played for the for the Raptors. Yes, his father. Listen, Ethan, you're a big Raptors <laughs> fan, right? Oh
1: yeah, I love them. You are. Do not stop it. No, I would. I hate them. No, I hate a strong word, but I do not like them at Jess? all.
2: Jess, very impartial, do not care. <laughs> a lot of my friends are Raptors fans, so I cheer them they on as they cheer on the they Raptors. They are now. And Daniel,
1: I'm a Golden State fan. Been a Golden State fan since wow. day one. Day one. Wow, bro. I love Proud LeBron. Of you. i love so I,
0: so. Here's my question: Why do you <laughs> think so many people are Raptors fans? Is it? It's the. It's, it's the Canada, Canada versus. The it's America. the Canada US, right? I think it's Drake. <laughs> the reason i am agree. not—I'm a
2: fan because of Drake. So, really? <laughs> no, <laughs> the, the I don't reason know. the reason
0: I'm not a fan is because of Drake. I guess he's driving me nuts. This guy. See? I want to cheer for the. I really want to like them, but then Drake's face comes in my mind. Jeff, have, you followed,
1: have you followed any of the stuff on the Drake curse? Anytime yeah, he cheers for a team and then and then yeah. puts their jersey on, the team ends up yeah. losing in the playoffs. Here's
0: the thing, though, that the Drake curse is basically equivalent to the Bucknum curse. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, Ethan, am I on the Oh, yeah, our right? teams are the teams right that we cheer for, the Bucknams cheer for, they will get close but lose. Yes. Always. So it's this is a this is a cosmic battle that's going on between the, the the Raptors and the Golden State Warriors because I'm kind of leaning warriors. Which are you a means of course guy? that Drake is sort I'm of I'm a dynasty guy. I'm a dynasty
1: guy too, yeah. No, I the answer
0: it. is uh that Kevin Durant was a Seattle supersonic. Okay,
1: silver lining right here and
0: so Kevin Durant as a Seattle supersonic means that he will forever be in my heart regardless of where he plays
1: that's a really touching way to end it this is. podcast
0: it Just is a delightful thank way who's, who's hey, listen, I want to th- th- <laughs> thank you all for being here it's very lovely Kevin to see world. all of you I thank God for what he's doing in, in your lives and uh, this summer it's going to be a great, a great time last words final words Eric you got any final words uh, Raptors in six. Raptors. I say go Gunners in six, and then twenty years from now, you'll wonder where's Kawhi because he's leaving. What? Couple weeks here? Week? Yeah, probably. He's basically gone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's a rental.
2: My last word is volunteer at day camp.
0: Okay, that's right. <laughs> and what do you got, Ethan?
1: Go Gunners. At a boy. <laughs> go. <Gunners.
0: laughs> it's wearing an Arsenal shirt. At a boy. And Daniel, go Villa. <laughs> Back in the Premier League. All right. Well, this is. This podcast is dying a slow death. Thanks so much for listening. We will be back next week with more listening pleasure.